Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Thanks for riding along today. When I was a boy, my mother made dinner every night. We had things like fried chicken on Sunday night, meatloaf, steaks, or what my dad called steaks, minute steaks. We seemed to have liver every week, liver and onions. And we had fish sticks or some form of fish, but us kids would eat fish sticks and not nice fresh caught rainbow trout or anything. So we'd have fish sticks, usually on Friday night. Now we weren't Catholic or anything. Just my mother told us that fish was good for us and we should eat it once a week. Also had spinach right out of the can. My dad loved to put vinegar on spinach, try to make us kids eat it. It was enough to make one barf, it really was. I still don't like canned vegetables to this day except for corn. I'll eat canned corn, but I won't eat canned green beans, canned peas, canned anything, especially canned spinach. Well, I was always a skinny little kid. Always a skinny little kid. As I got older and became a teenager, I started to fill out a little bit, but still, going into my freshman year of high school, I weighed about 120 pounds. About the time I turned 14 or 15, though, I started eating a lot of food. Most teenage boys do. They have a hollow leg. Isn't that what they always said about a boy that could eat and eat and eat? Just put it all away and never gain a pound. I was so skinny, but my arms were strong. My shoulders started to get wider, and I could really put it down. By the time I graduated from high school, I weighed about 150, so I was gaining some weight. Six feet tall, 150. One time after putting the hay up for the year, my dad would always take all of us out for Mexican food afterwards. It was like a family tradition. We'd go and buck all those bales of hay, put them in the barn, then go out for Mexican food. And that year we went to Edna's Kitchen. I was probably about 17 years old by then, and the waitress was a pretty gal. I thought she was real pretty. And so like a 17-year-old idiot, I ordered two Mexican dinners. She looked at me and she said, that's for you? And I said, yes. She said, you know, that's a lot of food. All I could say is, I can handle it. Well, she brought them to me and everybody had a good, fun time eating dinner, and I remember the last three bites of the second Mexican dinner I got, my hands were shaking, trying to get it to my mouth, trying to hit my mouth, hoping I didn't throw up. And that final bite, I almost had to choke it down, and it was delicious food. But my tank was running over, and I got her down. And you know, that pretty gal never said, I knew you could do it. I'm so proud of you. You are the man twinkling eyes and a gorgeous smile heck no she's waiting on some other people down there so whatever you know i don't know why 17 year old boys do things like that they also drive way too fast thinking they'll impress a girl or do some kind of stunt that's dangerous and think the girls will be impressed by it it is not doing anything to the female population except them looking at you thinking what kind of crazy guy is that over there? I had to learn that the hard way, I guess. Well, by the time I got married, I was 27 years old and I weighed 175 pounds. I got a job selling potato chips. 
I had a potato chip truck. It was full of potato chips, corn chips, snack cakes, and all these things that the snack industry throws at you. Nuts and meats and all this stuff. And I would drive from store to store, town to town, county to county up there in north central Colorado, up there in the middle of the Rocky Mountains. And in between stops, I'd be eating a Little Susie or a Ding-a-Ling or some barbecue potato chips or some kind of a beef stick. I would never eat breakfast or stop for lunch. And I started to gain weight. I remember one day, my dad walked up to me and says, Are you getting fat? Now, right here, I want to make a little notation. As I talk about my weight today, I'm only making fun of myself. I love to poke fun at myself, so don't take any of this on. Don't think I'm sending a signal out to anybody else. This is entirely pointed at me. So please, don't take this personally. I don't know your story. And even if I do, I'm not thinking about you at all right now. I'm thinking about how I can tell this little tale in a way that's true and humorous. So let's keep going here. Well, I got out of the potato chip business, and I was really into white-collar work by then. And this is during the time I was managing at Western Wear Store and later owning our department store. And I maintained my weight pretty well. I was right about 190 holding on real well and then the economic bottom fell out of that area and we closed our store and I opened a boutique store up at the ski area about 20 miles away and that little boutique was situated right between a donut shop and a Cajun restaurant that served the best shrimp po' boy sandwiches on earth and I just sat there in that store every day hoping somebody come in and spend some money and all I did was I ate donuts and shrimp po' boy sandwiches, and I started gaining weight like nobody's business. Well, then we moved to the Midwest, and I started mowing lawns, and now I was weighing about 205 pounds, and I started mowing out there in the heat and humidity. All I wore was a pair of shorts and a pair of tennis shoes. I got brown as a berry, and my weight got down to 165. During this time, I went back to my hometown for my 20-year high school class reunion. Bronze skin, muscles out the wazoo, and skinny as could be. My natural frame, I am pretty skinny, so when I get kind of chunky, it's not like my frame can really even handle it. After I got out of the lawn mowing business, which I did for about a year and a half, and I got into sales, a nice cushy job inside, air-conditioned in the summer, and heated in the winter. And I did gain a little weight. Over time, I gained a little more, gained a little more. Well, then I got a position at a desk job, and basically I sat on my butt eight hours a day, directed traffic from my office. And next thing I knew, I was pushing 222. I've got to do something about this. What should I do? So I decided to just stop eating seconds, drinking soda pop, eating candy, eating snacks, no more desserts, and I got down to 178 pounds. I lost like 44 pounds. I lost it so rapidly that my coworkers thought something was wrong with me, that I was sick. And yet I felt great. I didn't look sick. I might have looked a little gaunt. I mean, 44 pounds. Over the course of four months, five months, is quite a bit of weight to lose. 
But I was weighing myself every morning, really watching what I was going to eat. Well, then I let up on that a little, and the weight started creeping back. I couldn't understand it. I used to eat all I could, and I never gained a pound. Now, if I don't exercise regular, that weight wants to come back on me. And I do exercise, or I did. I would play golf, tennis, basketball, keep pretty active, softball. As I got older, though, more of that stuff went away. Well, I was back up to about 210, and my daughter announced that she was getting married. And we had to prepare our place because the wedding was going to be at our home. And through the winter there, right up to June 3rd, instead of eating, I'd be finished in the basement. Or I'd be maintaining the grounds outside, getting ready for the wedding. And by the time I gave my daughter away to her wonderful future husband, I weighed 180. So I lost a bunch of weight again. Looking at pictures of that wedding, I was pretty thin. My wife always told me that I had a great body, that my shoulders being so wide, and I am pretty muscular. And then I tapered down, said I never had a butt, had a flat stomach and all that stuff. Well, I went through this one more time where I started to push about 220 and got her down to about 195. So when I say I've lost hundreds of pounds, I'm not even kidding. Because I have lost a lot of weight on purpose several times in my life. My problem is I really like food and my wife is a fantastic cook. And so it really can come on me. And as I grow older and my metabolism slows down, it wants to creep up on me especially in the winter, but in the summertime, I get out there on my tractor and the mower and with my chainsaw and weed eater, and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, and I'm out there sweating and humping it pretty hard. And I always seem to kind of lose it in the summer. You know how it is when a man, I don't care if you're Jack LaLanne, as you get older, you have a little belly. Well, in the summertime, it is a little belly, but in the wintertime, it seems to be a bigger belly every winter. Then a couple years ago, year and a half ago, I guess, we had the big lockdown of 2020. And the only place I would ever go is the grocery store. It's my big day out for the week. I look forward to going to the grocery store. I'd have lists. And even though I had to wear a mask, I enjoyed it very much. A couple months ago, we had a friend that their daughter had passed away. So getting ready to go to the memorial service, I was just going to wear a pair of dockers and a nice shirt, pretty casual dress, but not jeans, and definitely not my sweats that I always hung out in. And I couldn't get the pants buttoned. Now I hadn't tried on a pair of pants, except for a pair of stretch blue jeans. Have you all tried that yet? They look just like blue jeans, only they have a little stretch in them. They're the greatest invention since sliced bread. They have to be. Anyway, that's the only pant I had ever worn for over a year. That and my sweatpants or gym shorts, something with a lot of elastic in it. I couldn't get those pants buttoned. So, okay, I told my wife, hey, I'll just wear a suit. My suits always seemed to fit me just a little loose. In fact, I had a tailor take one up one time. I had lost so much weight and I had to do something where I had to wear a suit. So I went to put the suits on. I couldn't get the pants buttoned. 
what am I going to do? I went downstairs to where I keep those extra clothes that don't fit me, either too big or too little. Nothing would fit. I could not even get close to buttoning any of the pants. This is an emergency. What am I going to do? Well, we came up with a scheme, like a rubber band type thing around the buttons and leave the shirt out. Now, my shirts these days, if we're going to go somewhere, I'll put on a nice t-shirt because I've always been a t-shirt and jeans kind of guy. And my wife starts pulling it. She starts pulling it from the bottom, stretching it out, saying, you don't want to wear a shirt so tight. It's showing your man boobs. Now, what? Give me a break. I'm a hunk. No, you're a chunk. And she pulls and I almost fall over. I said, hold on, hold on. Let me get another shirt. You're not going to wear that shirt, are you? So anymore, I just put on a shirt and I ask her in my nice little voice, does this shirt make me look fat? Well, I refuse to buy bigger pants, but I may have to. I literally have two pair of jeans that fit me. No slacks, no dress pants, nothing fits me. I've been out a couple months now working outside and I'm still not fitting in my britches. I almost refuse to get a larger pair of pants. If I get one more size larger, I'll be wearing what my dad wore. Now, he never looked fat to me, and I was shocked when he passed away and we were putting his clothes over for a charity, seeing the size that they were in the waist. And I told myself, I'm never going to wear that size. And here I am contemplating it. I don't want to go one more size bigger. There's no reason I'm just a skinny guy in a fat guy's body. Thank you for riding along today. I always appreciate the company. If you enjoy our podcast, I ask that you share it. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once there, you can find links to other places you can download our podcast, our Facebook page. There's pictures of me and the wonderful country I speak about so often there. Look at the inside of someone, not the outside, and you'll know that you walk in kindness. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.